0: Hi everyone, I'm Gary Lewis and welcome to the GEO podcast. In this episode, I want to talk about how you can get some field experience. Many colleges and universities around the world are reducing the amount of field work that they expect to get out of their students. So the days where all students who are doing some sort of geoscience course went out into the field once a year, or maybe even on an extended field camp in one of their years, those days are sadly leaving us. The big dilemma, of course, is that lots of employers of people in geoscience, mining companies, energy companies, environmental science companies, expect people to have field experience. So what I wanna do in this episode is explain some ways that you, if you're a college student, university student, can go and get yourself some field experience. I'm recording this during the COVID-19 pandemic which means that there will always be restrictions based on social distancing, for example, that will limit you to be involved in group fieldwork. And so some of the suggestions I might make in this may not be appropriate right at the moment and certainly wouldn't be appropriate if you are close with people and can't maintain social distancing. But here are certainly four things that you can do to get yourself some field experience and make you more employable. The first one is to go and join your local geology or mineral collecting club. These clubs normally run a field trip, if not once a year, multiple times a year, where people are going out and looking at the local rocks. Now, here's a word of warning here for young geoscientists who are studying at college. Many of the people who are in these mineral collecting clubs May not have a degree in geoscience, but boy, do they know their stuff. The experienced rock and mineral collector is much, much better at identifying minerals, especially bizarre minerals, than the university trained geologists that I've met. So join these clubs to learn. Don't join these clubs thinking you're going to be sharing your expertise. But again, go with them, get out into the field. Learn how to gold pan, learn how to look for sapphires or opals or fossils or tourmalines or garnets or whatever their trips have on store. Go join them, get yourself some field experience. My second tip is to go and get yourself a geologic map of the area in which you live. Nowadays, you can get most of these online and download them. But the reason I want you to do that is that I want you to understand what the geological map is showing you before you go out and look in the field. See what the ages of the rocks are. See if any minerals or fossil sites are marked on the map. Look for faults. Look for igneous rocks coming in contact with country rocks. Look for all of those relationships that you get taught about in class, and see if there are any that you can go and discover in your local area. While you're at it, you might wanna go and see if you can get one of the roadside geology guides that are available for most of the states in the United States and are available for some areas in other countries. So I guess what I'm saying, it's not really the field work, it's the pre-field work that you can start getting used to. Finding the maps, finding any notes or reports or books that are about the geology in the area. It's really important that you learn how to gather that information, look at that information, and plan for going out and seeing if you can find any of these places in the field. And my big tip here is always look at boundaries when you're a young geoscientist. Look for where things change, where you've got a rock type change, or an igneous intrusion boundary into the country rocks, or a fault. These are the sorts of things that are easy to find in the field, especially if you've done your research. I'm gonna put a caveat on the word easy here. They're much easier to look for if you've identified them on the map and you know that there's a boundary change. Sometimes these boundaries, especially in places where there's lots of cover of soil or in forests, can be awkward to find. But at least you're not looking blind you've done your research so you know the best places to go look so that brings me to number three the third thing that you can do is go and explore yourself you've now done the research by looking at maps and reports and books now get in your car go for a walk or even get public transport to a place but go out and see if you can find the rocks in the field and the boundaries. Don't be scared to explore yourself. Have a map in hand or a book in hand and see if you can find these places that people are telling you have changes in geology. And while you're at it, make sure you've got a good field book that you take with you where you mark the locations and observations and draw sketches of the things that you're seeing. Don't just take photographs. While photographs are wonderful, Make sure you've got some notes written that you can look back and find out what you were thinking at the time. It may not necessarily be right. That doesn't matter. The important thing is getting practice of good field techniques. And taking notes is one of those. If you want to know what to do about taking notes, the geoetcetera.com website has a blog post about what students should know about taking field notes. Go and have a look. It's a quick read and it'll give you some tips about the things that you should be recording when you're out in the field. So what if there is nowhere for me to go and look? What if I happen to live in an area that's covered in glacial till or, or sand or whatever and I, it's flat lying and there's no rocks sticking out? What do I do? I want to go out and look at rocks. So my fourth and final thing to consider is to go and visit places where you know that there'll be rocks, like stonemasons. Stonemasons, places that put countertops down for people, normally have vast variety of slabs of rock sitting out in their display areas. Go in and speak to the owners of the place and ask whether they mind if you have a look at their rock material and some of the really good ones will come out and tell you what the material is and where it's come from. Just know that stonemasons use slightly different terms for rocks than geologists do. So, for example, a stonemason will call anything that is soft to cut and easy to polish they will probably call a marble and anything that's really hard to cut but easy to polish they will call a granite but they're not the geologic uses of the same terms. If you have no stonemasons near you then go and visit your local graveyard or cemetery and go around and have a look at the different types of rocks that are being used for headstones in those places and you will find in most places limestones and marbles but you'll also find granites you'll find gabbros. in some places you'll even find slates so go and have a look walk around take field notes about the types of stones that you find in your graveyards even do some statistics on how many stones there are what uh, percentage of different rock types there are and things like that now This might not seem totally relevant to geoscience, but you're out in the field, you're taking field notes about stones that you're looking at, even if they mightn't come from your local area. So they're my four tips. Join a mineral club, go and get maps and reports and do the research yourself, Go and explore yourself and finally, Don't forget to go and look at gravestones or stonemasons or places that you can find rocks in your area if you happen to live in one of those areas where there's no outcrop. So if you are studying and you're going to a place where field work is just not available to you, use those four tips to go and get some field experience. And then you can say with honesty when you are applying for a job that you've got some experience in the field, taking field notes and looking at different types of rocks. And of course, if you've got funds available, you can always join me on some of the field trips that we run through Geo Etc. every year. So that's this episode done. Again, if you are ever interested in finding out more things about Earth science, whether you're a student, a teacher, or a rockhound, come and visit us at geoetc.com. That's G-E-O-E-T-C dot com. But for now... Keep on rocking.